Shut up and sit down. Welcome back. Unless it's your first time, of course. Uh, but if you're a repeat visitor to the Quiet Part Loud podcast, welcome back. This is episode 115. And if you're brand new, then welcome. Um, I want to start by giving a, a massive shout out to everybody that's listened to the last episode, which was all around bullying for Mental Health Awareness Week. We covered some you know, personal and topical issues on that show. And I, and I really want to do more of those single subject focused podcasts. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, we're growing this thing and I've been playing around with some different formats and different ideas and adding more music and upping the production value of the show. And, and there'll be things that come, you know, as the shows progress, uh, that are in line with that, that thinking, but we're not doing this for four seasons with six episodes per season. We're not doing this thing with an end date in mind. This is, this is a true passion project. And I always said from day one that we'll learn on the fly together and grow on the fly together. So some shows will be better than others. Some production will be better than others, but we will keep growing and we will keep doing this thing because this is not a struggle. This is not a task. This is something that I love. And I think with looking at these single subject shows, it really gives us an opportunity to raise awareness around things, to talk at length about subjects. And I'm really, I'm really interested in doing that. And also when we when we do more interviews on the show, it will fit more seamlessly with that format. So uh, we had a couple of issues getting going today, a couple of a uh, couple of technical issues. That's just because I've got a terrible laptop, and also because I've got a uh, I've got a two pound dog on my lap who is having a bit of an anxiety attack. He's a very small dog. He's got small dog syndrome, and we've actually put him on CBD oil to see if that helps. Um, it's only day two of that treatment, so I have no results to uh, feedback yet and no performance stats to report, but I'll keep you guys in the loop. Um, so anyways, it, it took a little, it took a it took a few extra minutes to get going today, but, uh, but we're here and I was thinking about it. I was like, what are we going to talk about today? You know, do we want to talk about the Trump impeachment hearings? Do we want to talk about the Prince Andrew interview? Uh, you know, do we want to talk about I don't know the Trump affair, the or not the Trump affair, the um, the Boris, uh, the woman that Boris did favors to uh, for who was supposed to have had an affair with. Um, you know, she went on GM uh, GMB this morning, and I just thought, nah, all that shit is. You get enough of that, and I'm not going to close the door on that subject matter because I like digging into politics. I really love it. And I love digging into, you know, social issues, as you guys know. But I thought, no, I don't want to, I don't want to start the week off talking about negativity. What I want to start the week off talking about is appreciation. And it kind of leads me on from this little fellow that's sitting on my lap, you know, the appreciation I have for animals and what they do for people and how they change your they change your mood and they change your mindset and they change your behavior, you know, and, and kids I've been told do this as well, you know, but oftentimes we're too busy and too wrapped up in our own bubbles to appreciate 
the things that are right in front of us. And there's always, you know, there's there's endless amounts of memes that come online, you know, stop and smell the roses, you know, appreciate the day and blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to get all wanky like that. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. But I am talking about true appreciation and the fact that perhaps we get wrapped up in our own bubble a little too much and we ignore or fail to see the things that are most important to us that are right in front of our face and appreciation and appreciate them for what they are. You know, I think about I think about myself in this respect. You know, I have a very small circle of friends. I don't have a huge network. Uh, I've never wanted a huge network. It's not really my thing. I prefer to be at home uh, rather than at a party any day of the week. Um, and as a consequence of that, I spend a tremendous amount of time with my wife and my dogs and my cats in my house. And I don't, sometimes, I mean, I don't love anything on this planet the way I love those that reside in my own house. You know, my wife is the most important thing to me in the world, and there isn't even a close second. My animals, I have a love for my animals. They might as well be my children. You know, I could, I could sit for an entire day and just cuddle with my dogs or have my wife fall asleep on my chest. But all too often, I've caught myself, and I've caught myself recently doing this more, is I'll be looking at my phone, something arbitrary, scrolling through Twitter, scrolling through Instagram, looking at the BBC or whatever, whatever, looking at the stocks, I don't know, anything. And I'll just catch a thought. And that thought will be something to the effect of, why are you staring at this six or seven inch screen when there is an entire life right in front of you? And I put my phone down. And a lot of times I look over and my wife's on her phone, right? Or the dogs are sleeping and the cats are sleeping. And I'm like, well, you weren't doing anything wrong by having to scroll through Instagram, which is true. But I wasn't doing anything right either. And I could have been doing a lot more. And I think that's the point. Is how do we fully appreciate this life? How do we fully appreciate the people that appreciate us? And how do we, how do we feed that back in a reciprocal manner? Or not even in a reciprocal manner. What we're capable of doing. Why don't we feed back what we're capable of feeding back? Why don't we feed back with all of the energy and all the enthusiasm we can? Sometimes we're exhausted, of course. But I think if we took a minute and just set things down, the things that are distractions, just distraction pieces, and took a time to, to just to ask, how are you doing? Or would you like anything? Or look how lovely you are today. Something. It could be the most insignificant thing to you. That could mean so much to someone else. 
And the smallest gesture could make all the difference in that person's day. I don't know we've heard all this shit before, right? There's no end of people telling you how to act and behave online. There's no, you know, end of people motivating you to be a better version of yourself. And and is this a part of that? Of course. It's all about self-improvement. But this is more about appreciation and doing things for others. Showing other people that you value them in whatever small way you can. And I just don't think there's enough of that. Certainly I'm guilty of it. But like I said, we're wrapped up and it's only, it's only during that distraction that you realize, oh, this, this, this thing I'm doing, this action I'm doing, this behavior I'm partaking in is pointless. Why would I not reach over and hold my wife's hand and have a conversation with her rather than checking out what The Rock's up to on Instagram? You know, why do I care how a table is made out of epoxy and, you know, birch wood on some fucking DIY channel on YouTube? Why am I so wrapped up in that 15-minute video when I could be putting that attention to appreciating the piano that my wife bought me last Christmas and learning that and appreciating that gift and showing her I appreciate that gift by using it and developing something that is shareable so we can have a shareable moment. So I can say, look it, I appreciate you. I appreciate this gift you gave me and I'm doing something with it to show you how much I appreciate you. I don't know. Maybe I'm being maybe I'm being a fucking cheese ball. I don't know. I just think we don't appreciate things enough. We don't appreciate quiet. We don't appreciate fresh air. We don't appreciate alternate points of opinion. We're in this, you know, economy of outrage where every media outlet that we have feeds on us being angry and us being divisive and us being one or the other. There's no crossover. There's no nuance. There's no context. And without nuance and context and discourse, how can we find any appreciation in things that are different to us? It escapes me how we can bridge the divide when we don't take a moment to appreciate people for who they are without all of these other inputs and just appreciate them as a person interacting with you for whatever the reason may be. And I don't know truly where I'm going with this thought. I just feel that we have a massive lack of appreciation. Sometimes, like I don't appreciate my health sometimes, right? I work out like a fucking crazy person. And I should probably look a lot better, but I don't appreciate my body enough to be as strict with my diet as I am with my workout routine. You see what I'm saying? If I had the same discipline with my diet as I do with my gym routine, I venture to say that I would be in cover model shape. But I have very good muscle development and just shy of a beer belly, you know? 
and I'm doing something about that. But if I appreciated my my well-being as much as I say I do, then I would take the steps to correct that part of it. And as a and and just as a matter of fact, I am. And this is one of the things that stemmed from this train of thought is why do half the work? Appreciate the process. It's like we don't appreciate our health as much as we should. And I learned that this weekend when I just came down with the flu. It was, uh, I would say, a 48-hour bug that I've still got some kind of residual symptoms from. I've got a sore throat. <clears throat> there you go. But you don't realize what it's like to be healthy until you're not. It's not, you don't appreciate what it's like to feel good until you don't. And I've got, you know, I've just got snot running out of my face. I'm hacking, you know, like a, like a coal miner. And I'm like, oh, I can't do anything. It's a struggle for me to bend down and, and put my shoes on at the moment. Yet I'm a person that's in the gym four to five days a week. I do a good seven to eight hours of, of hard exercise every week. And here I am on the sofa taking Lemsip, trying to make myself feel better, feeling sorry for myself. And I wonder, because on previous episodes we've talked about this, how I've tried to correct some of the missteps I've taken in terms of consumption of alcohol and, you know, drinking too much beer. I say consumption of alcohol, like I'm on the corner, like with a fifth of vodka and no shoes on. I drink, I, I, there was a few weeks there where I was drinking too many beers. And as a consequence, eating like shit as well. Crisps, chocolate, you know, snacks, all this shit. And this is what I'm talking about. If I appreciated my health, there's no way I would do that especially with a history of diabetes in my family. So appreciate the process, appreciate your health, and appreciate the consequences of your actions if you don't, right? So appreciation comes on a whole number of levels. But if there's anything for me, it's spend time doing more of that. This is how I become... I think more reflective as I've gotten a little older. And don't get me wrong, I'm I'm still young, right? I'm I'm not even 40, right? I just turned 38. I'm real young. And if you knew me, you'd know I'm even younger than my age says. But don't get it twisted, right? Time is against us all. So it's time to start appreciating things now. It's time to stop wasting days now. And it's, it's about making the most of as many situations as you can right now. And that includes things like making eye contact with your partner. This seems insignificant, right? And, and, and people may, might say, well, what? Make eye contact with your partner. Take stock. I did it. I've been doing a lot of self-reflection over the past couple of weeks, guys. And what I realized was 
your wife is gorgeous and you don't look at her enough. That realization was enough to change the whole thing on its head. Not that I'm sitting there staring at her like a fucking weirdo or some stalker from behind a bush. But when she talks, I listen. And I'm doing even more of it now. And I can't wait for this thing to take hold as just a behavior, not something I'm correcting. Because again, this is not the fact that I don't love her. This is the fact, this isn't anything to do with the fact that she's the most important thing in the world to me. This is a fact that I got comfortable in my routine and stopped appreciating the details. Because we have to appreciate the details. Right? The devil's in the details, the beauty's in the details. The beauty is in the details of life. And again, I don't want to sound like that asshole from American Beauty who's filming the uh, plastic bags spinning around the schoolyard. It's not about that. This is about real life. It's about connection points. It's about doing it while you can because before you know it, you won't be able to anymore. And that's, I guess, that's summed up in, in the phrase get busy living or get busy dying, right? And before I sound like a, a trucker's hat in a 1980s Western movie or, you know, Smokey and the Bandit, keep on trucking, it really is about living. Living is... So many people go through this world numb and go through this world without any real connection. You can see it in people's faces. And now with the onset of things like social media and, you know, our addiction to smartphones, these connection points are becoming even fewer and far between. And we need to get back to the tangible. We need to get back to the, you know, what do you want to call it, palpable? You know, you can taste it. You can feel it. We have to get back to those experiences because those experiences mean everything. And you realize it when you have them. If you take a minute to understand it and recognize it and appreciate it, right? It's all about appreciation. Appreciate it for what it is. My dog had to go to the doctors, right? She had to be put under anesthesia. She's a, she's a small dog. That's very dangerous for them. Didn't appreciate her like I thought I did until I saw her after she came out of the hospital. Do you know what I'm saying? Again, it goes <coughs> it goes to these quote-unquote cliche statements, right? You don't know what you've got until it's gone. Don't let these things play in your reality. Don't let them be a consequence. Don't let them be a factor. If you do it now, and you appreciate it now, and you recognize it for how special and important it is now, then you will take advantage of experiencing it as it should be experienced. And that's to the fullest. And you should always live life to the fullest. Because if you don't, what else are you doing? What's the point? You know? There's all kinds of appreciation. And I just don't think 
we spend enough time on it. If we did, I don't think the divisions that we see, I don't think the, you know, economy of outrage that we see would work. But we've become wrapped up in our echo chambers, in our, in our online profiles, in our social media life. And somehow we lose this connection with time. And before you know it, a year's gone and two years gone. And guess what? When you're 25, that doesn't seem like much. But when you're 35, it has a different feeling altogether. I swear to God, I was 32 yesterday. I swear to God, I was 27 last week. I swear to God, it was only last month that I was playing basketball in university. And now, mortgage, wife, car, two cats, two dogs, nine to five job, order some pizza on the weekends, take a road trip here or there, and call it a day, right? Fuck that. Start living. Start appreciating. Appreciate everything. Appreciate the bad times. Learn from them. Appreciate the good times. Because they're few and far between. And appreciate the people that give them to you. And that you have them with. And everything from there is gravy. Because if we keep that as our primary focus, then we follow with kindness as a consequence. So if we appreciate somebody and we manifest kindness through our actions to that person, the only thing that can come back is reciprocated behavior, reciprocated feelings, reciprocated appreciation. Then we've got something. Then we've got a cycle of success. Then we've got a cycle of love happening. And more and more, this is the only space I want to exist in. I don't want this controversy. I don't want... There's enough of that. All you have to do is log into social media for five minutes and you feel like you are bombarded and you are caught in a crossfire of one side flinging shit at another or somebody arguing about something or this person's fucking killed this person or this person's raped this person or this person's hurt this animal or, you know. They don't report good news. It doesn't make any sense to. They don't even report... They don't report. They don't even report nonpartisan news because it doesn't have the echo chamber effect of clickbaiting and outrage uh, incitement that the business model they currently have operating does. So you have to block a lot of this out, and that's why I said we need to get back to the tangible, and we need to get back to the things that we can feel and touch and experience without third-party input. A lot of it is just going back and doing you. One of the things that's coming to me is how, how, how growing up and how having a life has kind of taught me or allowed me to forget about some of the things that I love and some of the things that I was super passionate about when I was younger, right? Uh, writing is one of them. Film is another. Comedy is another. I just, martial arts, I used to be a fiend for martial arts and I 
like distilled it down to like watching some UFC every now and again. I love martial arts. I love films. I'm a fucking, I'm a film buff, man. I could do my own podcast just on film reviews and looking back nostalgically at different, uh, at different eras of filmmaking, man. I can go deep with it. But I forget about some of these things, right? And appreciation, it comes in so many forms. And what I've, what I've learned more so recently is how to appreciate the fact that sometimes you need to just get out of your own way. And what I mean by that is when I started this podcast, The Quiet Part Loud, the one, the way, the reason it's called The Quiet Part Loud is because I wanted to come on this podcast and say things that other people weren't saying. <clears throat> and immediately the first thing I did was censor myself. The first thing I did was think about how I did this show. The first thing I did was was make sure I reminded myself to be edgy, but not too edgy. You know, go right up to it, but don't step over. And when I was conceiving the idea of starting a podcast and, and calling it the quiet part loud, I wanted to jump over the line. That's why I wanted to do it. I wanted to call people out by name. I wanted to raise issue with the stupidity and the stupidity and the the idiocy of today's society and do it in a fun way but a, an insightful way and and I started centering myself and I, I and and I got in my own way and I have I have to get I had to take a step back and say people always appreciated you for how you approached things for how you said things for how you delivered things Get out of your own way. Appreciate the fact that you can deliver messages the way you want to deliver them. And people will receive them for what they're meant to be. They won't take offense to them. Maybe some people will, but fuck them. But appreciate the fact that you have something to say. The fact that you have a way of saying it and just do it. Appreciate the skill set you have and deliver it accordingly. And I haven't been doing that to the truest extent of my ability and I'm not even doing it now because I'm still you know some of this is my voice but some of it's not some of it's a microphone voice and that's bullshit to me so I'm working on it I'm working on appreciating the skill that I have and getting out of my own way to deliver it and it's all a work in progress and if we can appreciate that we're never the finished product then we'll continue putting in the effort We'll continue to take stock of our actions and our behaviors and how we spend our time and how we treat others and, you know, what we do to keep ourselves in the best shape we can, feeling the best we can, performing the best we can. We'll take stock of this and figure out that we have something that is worth appreciating. We have life. And I know not everybody has the greatest health and not everybody has a good core unit and I understand that you know people have it a lot worse than I do fuck do I understand that I have come out of the I have come out of my own hell to make it into some sense of normality where I can deliver cohesive thoughts on subjects like this and I understand that people are downtrodden and 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 suffering but still if you can find some appreciation in your existence for being alive, then you can manifest results out of it to improve your situation. 
You have to appreciate yourself for what you are. And that is a living, breathing human being that has something to contribute and value to exude to others and to yourself. And I think it's high time that we start doing that. And I think the way I came to this, I don't know, stream of consciousness, because that's what it is. I don't have any notes for these shows. I'm just talking on them from personal experience. And I know that I haven't done the best that I can do in this area of appreciating myself or appreciating my core, you know, group of, of, of people and creatures around me. And I'm working to correct that because the love I get back as a consequence of being the best version of myself is amazing. And it is extraordinary and it, and it feels the best it can. You know, I, I, I just randomly like cleaned the kitchen top to bottom for my wife yesterday. She came home from doing something she had to do. And I was, you know, I was elbow deep in, uh, in cleaning products and shit like that. But she didn't ask me to do it. I just know that she loves to cook and having a tidy, organized space in which to do that would make her feel good. And it did. It had the desired effect. I didn't want anything from it or because of it. I just did it. I was like, let me just do this for her because I know it's going to make her feel better. And it did. And she's been in a good mood for a day and a half. Maybe not just because of that, but it surely affected it. I think it boils down to just trying harder. In a lot of ways, just trying harder. And I guess you can distill it down to something like, hey, motherfucker, put your phone down and look at what's in front of you. Spend some time being a human being, interacting with other human beings. And stop being a slave to your device. Or stop being an ignorant motherfucker and pay attention to what's going on around you. hundred ways to deliver this message, right? But I tried to do it the soft approach, the more considered approach. But let me tell you what. When I had this moment of clarity not too long ago, it was not a softly, softly approach. It was, it was more, what the fuck are you doing? You got people out there that love you, that care about you, and you're not giving them what you should be giving them. So smarten up and do better. And that's what works with me. I like to be snapped back into place in a very direct way, in a very forthcoming way. Don't don't sugarcoat shit for me. I'm a big boy. And that's often why my delivery gets me in trouble with other people because I automatically default to the fact that, well, let's just tell them honestly. And a lot of people don't like honesty. But if a lot of people took honesty as the root, then there'd be a lot more appreciation that they had and have. And there'd be a lot more appreciation that they had and there'd be a lot more appreciation that they got, right? Let me put it that way. It would come and flow both ways. But it's just like exercise. It's just like eating right. It's just like anything else that takes a bit of effort. People'd rather not. And I'm not on that track, guys. I got to tell you, I'm on a track that is constantly trying to self-improve, constantly trying to be the best version of myself. And when I see a hiccup, or something falter, I try to snap back, adjust, correct, and move forward. 
as a better version of what once was. And I'm trying to deliver some of that message to you guys. So I hope some of it's resonated. I hope some of it has rang true. But if there's somebody close to you, take a minute and look them in the eye and tell them how they make you feel or what they mean to you. And if it's, if it's you that needs looking into, if it's you that needs to stand in front of a mirror and say, what do I do? What do I need? What do I have to have to appreciate myself more? Then have that conversation, but have it honestly, have it truthfully. If your health needs correcting, if your activity needs correcting, if your mood, if your, I don't know, anything to do with you as a person needs correcting, you might not have anybody in your life that's going to have this conversation with you. That's going to say you need to take stock, look in a mirror, and figure out what it is you appreciate about the thing staring back at you. If there's nothing, I don't know what to tell you. But if you can find any semblance in there that's worth appreciating or something worth working for then that you have to find the appreciation in the process and if you do then you will appreciate the outcome and as a as a consequence of that others will appreciate the person you have become and the feedback that you receive will be we appreciate that it will be appreciation but it's a big step for a lot of people it's a big step to change one's behavior completely, to stop being a mindless zombie that stares into a phone for eight hours a day, to ask somebody how they're feeling, to ask somebody how their day was, to ask somebody if you can do anything for them to help them feel better or just be of assistance. It's hard to do those things, harder than you may think, but try. And just see what comes back. Because positive feedback is addictive. Why do you think working out works so well when maintained on a consistent basis? Because once you see those muscles start to develop, you're like, fuck, I want some more of this. What happens when you do something nice to your wife and she she repays you with something that you enjoy? Like a nice home-cooked meal or a blowjob. And I'm not saying it needs to be a transactional relationship. But appreciation sometimes comes as reciprocated transactional behavior. Oh, he took the time to do that for me? Well, let me take the time to do this for him. And she ties her hair in a ponytail. And you know it's time to go. Who knows, boys? Who knows? But this is about self-improvement, not blowjobs. I'm just throwing that in there as a cherry on the cake, right? It's a cherry on top type of moment that could potentially manifest out of you not being a lazy slug of a fucking, you know, just lump of flesh and actually engaging. And guys, I'm only saying this because I ain't perfect. I'm only saying this because I recognize the shortfalls in myself that needed correcting. But I am one to take action. And I am not one to let things fester. So it's been corrected. And I challenge you guys out there that are listening to this. 
all by yourself, it's just me in your ears, have probably said on multiple occasions, yeah, fuck, I could do more of that. I could take a, I could take an hour of my day to work on my physical health and show my body that I appreciate it. I could take more time to engage with my significant other to show her or him that he or she is appreciated by me. And I don't. I'm sure it's happened to multiple people listening to this show. But now what are you going to do about it? What steps are you going to take in order to correct them? Well, that's just up to you. But I hope you find it. And I hope you figure it out. And I hope that this has helped some way, shape, or form shine a light on it, help bring clarity to it, identifying it, you know, normalizing the fact that it's okay to be, you know, helpful. It's okay to be sensitive. It's okay to be loving. It's okay to be emotional. It's okay to put your, you know, your heart on your sleeve and say, here, take it. I'm going to give it to you. So here, take it. But it's up to you. And that's it. So go look somebody in the eyes and tell them you appreciate them. And until next time, guys, all the best.